Hi, everybody. This is Kimberly. And this is Katie. And you're listening to A Date with Dateline. Yay! A couple announcements. We're just guesting all over the place. I'm just (gasps) guesting all over your podcast feed, and Katie will be about to be. That didn't make any sense at all. But I was David guesting. (laughs) I don't know what that means. It might mean that I'm marrying Liza Minnelli. Yeah, it totally means you're marrying Liza Minnelli. Okay, cool, cool. Liza with a Z. So I was on two podcasts very recently, Strange Familiars, episode 258, talking about the ghost that I saw. So if you want to hear me talk with Timothy, who couldn't have been nicer, talking about a ghost that you might think I'm crazy, I don't care. He didn't make me feel crazy, and that's what matters. And then I also got to fulfill my dream of talking to people about Below Deck. Yes. It was the best gangplank report with Jen and Adrian, who actually was on Below Deck. They host the show. They know it backwards and forwards like I do, and we had the most fun talking about it. So thank you. And then Katie is going to be on... These are their stories, which is one of our very favorite shows with Rebecca and Kevin. Cannot wait to hear it. Dong so, dong. I don't know if it'll be out by the time this episode's out, but it make might. sure you're subscribed anyways, because they are their last two episodes have been two of my favorite episodes. They're amazingly they're so good. funny and smart and just And smart. They yeah. make like, the best points, but they're also really so intelligent. Funny. Yeah. yeah. They're just swell. They're great. So this episode is the last dance. And the reason for that is because we're still in repeats, but also I do did want to cover Friday's episode, Jennifer Dulos, but they're not putting them on Peacock. And then it makes it hard for Katie to watch because she doesn't have cable. And I know a lot of you don't have cable anymore, so you wouldn't be able to watch it either. So we'll it's not online. probably be so, covering that episode, just not in order. Apologies. Whenever it, it eventually appears online. So this episode that we're covering is The Last Dance. And it is the episode that teaches us that exercise is bad. Kidding. Um, oh it's a, it's good for your mental health and maybe your physical health, but it's also not necessary. <laughs> but just a reminder before we start, we are all size beautiful. There will be no body shaming here. To all of my fellow zone twos, this one's for you. And if you don't know what zone two is. Um... <laughs> you know what's sad is I brought up zone two in our ad for our miracle brand sheets. And then we decided to do not do ads for our Patreon and Supercast people and take the ads out. So now they don't even know where Zone 2 originated. The episode we finally start to do no ads is one where I start a major joke that I'm going to continue doing for five years now. So let's give a brief rundown. Zone 1 is what? Your head... They change their comforter and sheets in thickness where your body loses heat and needs heat. And zone two is your middle area where you get the hottest when you're sleeping. And zone three is your lower feet. extremities. Oh, Leg- just your like, feet. But I think legs and feet. Okay, yeah. legs and feet. So um, Yeah, so I think I might have said that mine's zone two is my biggest area. I'm big zone two gal. Mm-hmm. Zone two power. Can I get a hashtag going? Hashtag zone two. Yeah. Pride. I like zone it. two pride. So that's what zone, zone two, two for the price of one. I'll, I can do better. Hold on. <laughs> Just give me a minute. One for the money. Zone two for the show. There we go. So this is season 23, episode 33. It aired on April 3rd, 2015. Hosted by Andrea, who is gorgeous and glowing. Twofer. As always. She was our last host, correct? Was she? Andrea was. Yes, she was. Look at that. I'm in an Andrea state of mind. So there is, she starts by saying there is a place in downtown Memphis 
a little hotspot not far from nearby Beale Street. And it's very like film noir. I thought that's the vibe we're going for. There's blues music playing. But then Andrea says they don't play the Memphis blues in this club. And we go inside the club and we are smacked in the face with like Gloria Estefan. Yeah. It's a the sultry darkness of a Roomba room. I love Roomba. It. So Roomba, Roomba, Roomba. Are you like thinking the, of the vacuum? Like the vacuum cleaner. The vacuum robot, I believe, is a yeah. Roomba. And I believe this is the Roomba. <laughs> okay. Come uh, for me, though, because I might be totally wrong. <laughs> Bodies sway to the beat of Latin sounds. So now that's our vibe. And <laughs> Katie loves it. Katie's good at percussion with her mouth. So is Gloria she- Estefan, remember? Doesn't she... Play that percussion? I think that's with in her one mouth? of her songs. No, I think that's one, oh, that's one of her song. songs. I'm trying to think of the lyric. I know there's something about her and percussion. She's big on it. So in 2013, Heather Jones came in to dance the night away in a new dress. She was feeling so confident. She was feeling herself. Love it. But there was a time where she didn't feel that beautiful. But now she did. I wish she would have felt beautiful all along because she was. Yeah. She was dancing and spinning all over the floor and then a few nights later, everything spun out of control. Nice, Andrea. Good job, Andrea. I see what you did there. Good work, Leigh. Heather went missing. And then Andrea does this whole very dramatic retelling of what's about to happen that was very strange. She's saying what happened to her was horrible, beyond belief, stunning. And you're like, what happened? Because usually that part of the episode is Lester's job. They let Lester do that at the very beginning where they show all of the clips of people saying how horrible it was. But we but didn't Andrea have Lester. does it here. Well, no, we always have Lester. I don't think Lester opened this episode. What? I'm pretty sure this went straight in. He ended the episode. That I remember for sure. That's because I know if I'm done recapping, if I see him. Maybe Andrea had the Lester bit and was like, you know what? We don't need any... Any Lester Holt? Any Lester before. We only need Lester after. I think we're wrong, and he was there, and I feel badly. <sighs> yeah. Lester, we love you. We don't talk about you a lot on the show, but we think you're fabulous. So Heather was a teacher. If she was a color, she'd be bright yellow. I love that description. I've never seen that they on Dateline. Oh, yellow. There's a lot of songs uh, in this. Mm-hmm. What color would you be? Oh, boy. What color would you be? When I think of your color, I think I'm thinking of a color you look good in, which I don't know if that counts. My first thought was baby blue. Oh, see, I don't like baby blue. But you look darker blue or a really good in baby blue. You look good in all blues. But thank you, I appreciate that. It does bring out my eyes. Do you think your color would be a teal then? Not teal swan, just teal. Just teal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Does anyone want us to talk about teal swan? No one wants us to talk (laughs) about it. And I think your color. I don't know what your color would be. It's a hard game. It's gold. Uh, what? It's gold. It's gold. I want it it's, to be gold. It's 100% gold. But I, you know what color I really am into, though, is metallic red, the kind you see on cars. I would love oh. that to be my color, but I think I would have to be dancing at Roomba clubs for that to no, be my I color. No, I mean, I think just if you painted your nails that color, that would be a start. Okay, I'm going to make a note of that. Yeah. Thank you. So she could always light up a room, Heather. So we get it right off the bat. Mark it off your bingo cards. But also Heather does seem like a wonderful lady. and She really does. Such a sweet smile. In 99, she went to a New Year's Eve party. She was going to party like 
you know the song. But I was a little confused because the friend says it's a New Year's party on 1999. So I didn't know if that meant 1998 and it's turning into 1999 or was it 1999 and it was turning into Y2K? She had a tiara on, no? Yes, and it said 1999. Which means that I would guess... Eight. 2008. I mean, yeah, 1998. Because oh. if, remember all that 2000 stuff that came out yeah. that year, I remember yeah. specifically. It was the glasses where the holes for your eyes and the glasses were the 2000s. And yeah. now they're in landfills everywhere because they yeah. made so much 2000 Let's not create so much trash, guys. <laughs> Just a little side note there. So Maybe calm down about New Year's, okay? Yeah. I see a lot of people on reality shows, they'll buy a lot of crap from Amazon and then play games with it for TikTok for two seconds. And then they just have all this crap that they don't know what to do with. Go to a thrift store and find some fun stuff to play games with. Oh, amen. There's less trash. So Heather met a guy named, I don't know why I got my soapbox about that. So It's my favorite. Heather met a guy named Chris, who was knowledgeable about wine and the world and walruses. I needed a third thing. He was a walrus. What about and ginger? Because he is one. He was. I didn't like to think of him like a ginger because I love gingers. In the words of Dairy Girls, he had a tinge of ginger. A tinge of ginger. There There we go. go. God, I love Dairy Girls. Me too. So they fell in love fast. Within weeks, they were living together. They got involved in online gaming, which could be really fun. And I would love a whole spinoff episode about a couple that games together. However, it wasn't great for Heather because she gained a lot of weight. I'm not even going to say numbers because I think it might be triggering for some people. So she gained a lot of weight. And even though she was still size beautiful, she was very depressed about it. She didn't feel like she was being her best. Chris didn't seem to care. They got married. They had two children. He told her she was beautiful. He was a stay-at-home dad. She got her degree from college, and this kind of inspired her to take back control of her health, and even though you can be healthy at any size. I am not a doctor, so I don't know what was going on with her blood sugar levels. She decided to start working out, and she fell in love with an exercise dance program led by one Miss Carrie Cooper, who is my new favorite person. Do you know her? I don't know her. She gives me Susan Powder vibes. And I know I'm alienating a large portion of our younger audience. Susan Powder was... Stop the insanity. (laughs) The workout guru person of the 90s who had a lot of energy, short, short, white, spiky hair. Almost a Kate Gosselin, but shorter Mm -hmm. and blonde, spiky. And... I honestly, that is instilled in me. I will not trust a workout person unless they have Susan Powder spiky white hair. I don't trust them. I don't think they're going to be as good. So certainly not as passionate as Susan Powder was. She was passionate. Also, I did give her a bang. She has blonde dreads now. And that is your public service announcement for the week. Susan Powder has gone from short, short, short hair to very, very long dreads. She's in a lady of extremes. Where did you see that? Are you not seeing it? I'm not. If you go to images. Sorry. I just had a really bad feeling all of a sudden that she might be part of a very popular fitness MLM. So I thought I would check that out real quick. It's always worth checking. And I don't know if she is. And I'm willing to disown her. But I would have like maybe made it a 50-50 bet. Um, Oh, for sure she would be. 100%. Fitness to her was like a 
drug. And sometimes and those people can get into scream at people. the shakes. I'm not going to name the name of the company I'm thinking of, but you know what I'm talking about. There's. I thought you meant like shakes because you're off of your drugs no, for alcohol. No, I meant. <laughs> but you mean liquid diet shakes. I meant yes. there's a lot of sort of shakes. Um, Absolutely. So, and they're pricey. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So they go with a fitness regimen. I'm not seeing her. No, with and the, I, don't I don't see like her that. with the dreads at all. There's a very prominent family in this country that all they post on Instagram is shakes, shakes. and detox teas oh, boy. and waist cinchers. And I am anti all of that. Oh, are they sisters? I think I've seen them. They might be sisters. Yeah. So, I think they're related. Yeah. Yeah. This Carrie Cooper, so, though. Carrie Cooper is amazing. She has Susan Powder energy. She has cool. biceps. She has a tan. She has glowing white teeth. And she seems very friendly. So nice. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if you were out of shape and you walked into her class, she would be really nice. She would never make you feel no uncomfortable. Judging. No judging. Yeah. She would be like, "We're take it at your own pace and we're going to build up your stamina. And it's What's your be great. goal? We're going to get you there. Yes, yep. 100%. So she said that the workout class was like happy hour. You leave all your stress behind. Now, I personally would like a regular happy hour where the nachos are $5, but this could work for you as well. You do you. Seems fun. It seems kind of fun dancing. It's a very Roomba Zumba vibe. I've done Zumba once at an employee function. Oh, they brought a Zumba person in. God, did you like it? Did you have fun? How can you have fun in that circumstance? I it don't was, know. It was Zumba under pressure. It was a <laughs> lot of grapevining, a lot of turning, and a lot of you know the arm, the elbow to the knee. Yes, the elbow to the knee. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, okay. Go. Heather loved it, though. Good for her. And the pounds were melting off. And we in 18 months, she went from this to this. And we see before. It's like a It's Jenny like an Craig MLM. Ad. Yeah. <laughs> Do it's, you feel like an MLM? It's like if you're in an MLM selling shakes. Yeah. It's this is my before and after. And I saw a bunch of videos on what how they do those after photos where they have them stand in weird positions. Yes. Trickery. Mm-hmm. Trick, it's all trickery. Oh. She looks great both ways, I just want to say. She, she looked great before. She looks great after. Whatever makes her happy. But she was very proud of herself. And she landed her dream job teaching elementary school. And she met a coworker there. And I'm only mentioning her because her name is Jessica, spelled J-E-S-I-K-A. Has anyone ever seen that? Have Never we, seen it. I feel like we've seen it. No? Have we seen it? Maybe not. All right. But she seems very nice. No, she, she said nice. She was helpful. Yeah, I liked all of her friends. Heather had a great group of gals around her. She did. So she said that she was Heather was so energetic. She would dance and sing with her students. She was a, sounds like an amazing teacher. So 2013, she goes out dancing with her friends to the Gloria Estefan music and feel the beat of the rhythm of the night. <laughs> yep. Oh, dun, 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 percussion. Dun, 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 dun. Um, Does she say the yeah, word yes, percussion? She says something. Just keep going. I got to look it up. It's gonna. It's hurting my brain. I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. Here we go. I was right there. I was right there. Turn the beat around. Love to hear percussion. Oh, You know that it, song. I thought it was turn the beat around. Love to hear. I think, you know what I always thought it was? Love to hear the pressure. Nope. Love to hear percussion. I, re- I think I never thought that that's what she was saying. Yeah, that's it. There we go. Good job. That's it. Oh my gosh, that was going to drive me. I know. It was. Yeah, I was. This right episode there. is sponsored by Gloria Stefan. 
So three days after that night she went dancing, Heather didn't show up for school. And she was usually there by 6.30 a.m., which, no, thank you. Heather and I left, live very different lives. But... <laughs> Good for her. Yeah. So her friends were very disturbed that she wasn't there. They thought she was homesick. And Andrea said they knew she wasn't about to be sidelined by a little sniffle, which I felt was a little judgmental. What if she was actually, what if she, when it was around in 2013, swine flu or something? What if she had swine flu? Did you feel personally attacked? Well, we had an intern who said they were sick and couldn't come in. And then we saw on their Instagram, they were at the beach surfing. So fired, fired intern. Don't put it on social media if you know that your workers, coworkers, follow you on social media. Also, are picking up the slack for you not coming in, so they're having to do all the copies. Honestly, they weren't that helpful anyways for an intern. But also, don't do the most active thing in the world. Maybe post that you went to the library. You were feeling ill, but you somehow pulled yourself to the library to get some work done. Don't be like, I am out there on the water fighting sharks being a surfer, I mean which waves. is like the most active, <laughs> aggressive totally sport in the world. It is. It's true. Okay. So her cousin Diane goes over to the house, sees her car in the driveway, knocks on the door, no answer. Police come in. They let themselves in with Heather's mom's key. She's not in there. Nothing was disturbed. She's just vanished. Tony Kemp is the detective. He's Southern. And he says, obviously she left. She had to be on foot or someone picked her up. I liked him. Was he to talk that slow? In my mind, he did. Unsure if he actually did. Then Andrea says the grapevine of the workout dance class was working overtime. And it took me a second to get that line. That's a really good line. Because grapevine is a dance that you would totally do. I did it over and over and over again (laughs) in that one Zumba class. It was all grapevine. And I was really grateful that I knew how to grapevine because Mm -hmm. I have a left and right issue. And sometimes things like that can be turned to the right is a disaster. So if I know what a grapevine is and I can follow along, we're good. Are there people out there who don't know how to grapevine? Yeah, I'm sure there are. Well, not all of us were on dance team, superstar. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Well, also, my mom was an aerobics instructor when I was a child. Oh, so that you, was my first intro. You were grapevining grape out the womb. Out the womb, yep. I was grapevining. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I kicked the doctor right in the face as I was grapevining. So all the ladies in the class heard that Heather was missing. But you know who's in charge? Miss Carrie Cooper. Oh, yeah. She goes over to the house because, turns out, she knows as much about crime scenes as she does about dance moves. And I yelled, what? Even though I've seen this episode before. (laughs) So I thought Andrea was going to go, turns out that Carrie was, and I was like, an FBI agent. I was fully (laughs) expecting my moment from Point Break. But instead, she was a cop. And we see a photo of her in full-on tactical riot gear. And she's very tan, also very white teeth. Very tan. And it's just a striking contrast. Are people tan in Memphis? Now, I live in Tennessee, but I've only driven through Memphis. Is tanning a... I think it was a Carrie thing because the other women were not tan That's in true. the episode. All right, there we go. But I do love Carrie. Me too. I think she would come over to my house, rip the Triscuits box out of my hands and be like, we're going for a, do laps at the track. I don't know. And then we're going for things. Margs. She's <laughs> that person. That's like about balance. You yes. do the, you do the uh-huh. exercise, but then yes, you get the 
crumble cookie or whatever, yes. which is a new cookie place out here. It's the yummy cupcake of the South. They're this big. Ooh. And they change the flavors every seven days. Ooh. Yeah. Get ready. So love Carrie. Sorry. I Carrie would, take, would not approve of that cookie message. I'm so I think sorry. she would take like, I think she would have some, but she would cut it into fourths or something. You have to. And, the cookies, yeah. you want to save them. Yeah. It's that kind of thing. I would take her class, I think, even though I'm very out of shape and I sweat when I make the bed. Speaking of bodily fluids, I know of a way to improve your health in a way that doesn't involve jumping jacks or leotards or Katie doing the grapevine. At least you'll know what's going on in your body. Oh. And you might not do anything about it to be healthier, but you will know what's going on. And that is Everly Well. Everly Well has over 30 at-home lab tests. So you can finally get answers to your health symptoms with just a little spit, little blood prick. You know those tests at the doctors that you see on TV where the person is running on a treadmill with a breathing tube in their mouth and there are sensors all over their body? Yeah, done it. No thank you to done that it. kind of test. Give me a spit cup any day. Done. Everly Well has new tests all the time, like food allergies, celiac tests, sexual tests, STDs, and stuff. Oh, that's they great. They test for everything. That's really helpful. They ship everything to you in a little box. You take your spit or your blood or your pee or whatever your sample is. You send it back in the included prepaid shipping label. It literally could not be easier. And within days, you get it easy to understand. Results from a certified lab that have been reviewed by a physician. You can share them with your primary doctor after and determine your next steps. Because when you know more, you can do more. There you go. For listeners of our show, Everlywell is offering a special discount of 20% off an at-home lab test Ooh. at everlywell.com slash date dateline. That's everlywell.com slash date dateline for 20% off your next at-home lab test. Everlywell.com slash date dateline. So Everly One can be Everly Well. Yay. Thank you, Everly Well. Thank you, Everly Well. Katie, let's say you're busy doing a full body transformation for your wedding, facial peels, calf implants, mm. the whole nine, mm. because who doesn't need calf implants for their wedding? Oh, yeah. How are you possibly going to have time to actually plan your wedding if you're doing all this self-improvement? Well, there's only one place to start, and it's very easy. Zola. Mm. Zola has everything you need all in one place to get your wedding together. Zola has thought of everything when it comes to weddings. I'm talking venues, invites, registry, and more. They'll be with you every step of your wedding planning journey because it is a journey. It seems like with weddings, there's always one more thing that leads to one more thing. And mm. it really helps to have a company like Zola who acts as your wedding best friend, mm. as it were, because maybe your best friend isn't that into weddings. <laughs> What? I don't know what that's like. Maybe your best friend fell down the stairs and is wearing a giant boot and is on a scooter. But maybe if the person that she was being the maid of honor for had had a company like Zola, she wouldn't yeah. have had to do quite so much work. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I'm just saying. I was busy bedazzling my boot. Oh, and it was glorious. I put a K, a heart, and an O on it. It was a thing of joy and beauty forever. Amen. And we should post it on Patreon. I will. Look, whatever your style or budget, Zola has you covered. And once you've set the date, you can send your save the dates and invitations right there on Zola too. And there's so many amazing designs to choose from. Mm. And you get a wedding website 
for free. That's amazing. I know. Free is not a word that is usually associated with weddings. So the fact that Zola gives you your own wedding website for free is so incredibly helpful because it keeps your information all in one place. No distant cousin texting you the morning of your wedding saying, really, are you sure I can't bring my baby to your no children wedding? It's just a baby. I'll just sneak him in the back. But... What about the really, really exciting parts about your wedding? And when I say really, really exciting parts, yeah, I'm talking about the first dance and the cutting of the cake and the walking down the aisle and all that. But really, I'm talking about building your wedding registry Mm -hmm. because whatever you want, whatever your interests, Zola has got you covered on that too. Look, wedding planning shouldn't take over your life. And Zola has thought of everything so that you can just sit back and plan the celebration that's just right for the two of you. So start planning the wedding you want today at Zola.com forward slash date dateline. That's Z-O-L-A dot com forward slash date dateline. Zola D, Zola Da, wedding's fun. Zola gets your wedding done. Thank you, Zola. Thank you, Zola. So Carrie is like, I'm in charge. I mean, the police are obviously in charge, but she is a cop. So she starts searching around Heather's house, the storage sheds, the road, railroad tracks. Yeah. And all she's rail. I couldn't say that word. You did it. She's in there. So Chris, the husband, he goes to the police station to help. And he says he was up all night. He was hoping to hear something. He's so worried. He is wearing flip flops. And that somehow took away from the seriousness of it. And I did want to pause it to the question to you. Is it, can you appear worried in flip-flops? Or does it immediately counteract the worried? This is coming from someone who... Wears flip-flops all the time. Will not, not wear flip-flops. Will I can't ask me wear even closed toe shoes. I'm telling you straight up that it's inappropriate, will find a way to wear an open-toed sandal. I think I have a sensory thing about it. I think like, you might. At I this point... I cannot, year-long, in the rain, cold, I am wearing open-toed shoes. It might be a sensory thing then. So then that's a you thing. But I don't know if that is a Chris thing. And unless Chris has the same sensory problem... But again, he just, he said he's been up all night. He just ran in there. What is he supposed to wear? I'm not criticizing him for it, but I'm thinking, I'm really just saying, is it possible? Let's replace all the people on Law and Order with flip flops. Would you be able to take any of them seriously? Okay, I have a better question for you. Is a flip flop taken less seriously than a slide? Do you know what a slide is? Those Adidas slides, the sandals, if a guy came in in the slides. I think it's a little more serious, the slide, and I don't know why. The slide is more serious. Yes. I, I agree. Do, I don't know why. I think though. any kind of a sandal is more serious than a flip-flop. Yeah. Probably. Even if it's a plastic Adidas slide thing. Probably because you can buy flip-flops at the gas station. If you can buy the footwear <laughs> yeah. at the gas station, yeah. then- It just makes me think you are going to the beach. We have taken you from being at the beach in the sand. But we're and not because so we're sandy, in Memphis. You can't, there has to be a shore somewhere, like a, a lake. Probably. Somewhere. Again, so, I've only driven through. So that makes me take it less seriously that you're concerned. Also, his attitude made me his take him less just, seriously. He did not. He does not seem concerned. He was not the level of worry right. that I would mm-hmm. think he should be. But also, mm-hmm. we've seen this before. We can't tell at this point how There worried. are certain people who have personalities. Yeah. I'm looking at you, Nelson Sessler. 
who yeah. is innocent but just came off very calm. Yeah. So Chris tells police about an email that Heather sent him at midnight, and the subject line is, I'm sorry, come get Ava, which is one of their children. I cannot face everyone with this. Please forgive me. It's too much. Please raise them to remember me as their loving mommy. And the detective says, it sounded to me like she was throwing in the towel, which has to be the most cavalier cavalier way of saying what they think is happening. Andrea thought it was inappropriate, too. Am I right in thinking they thought that she was going to kill herself? Yes, absolutely. And so don't say throwing in the towel, detective. No, please don't. Also, sorry, she was out dancing the night before at the Roomba place, right? No, two nights before. Two nights before. Okay. Yeah. All right. So this was just a normal night. Yes. This was a normal night before a work week at school. Yeah. So they asked Chris, could she be suicidal? And he says, has she ever been suicidal in the past? And he says, not that I recall. A, are you testifying in front of Congress? B, I think you would recall if you knew that she had been suicidal in the I past. I think you would recall. It's weird, his response. The friends also say no way that she would kill herself. She's worked so hard to transform herself. They don't think it could happen. No. Her friends put up missing flyers. Carrie, my hero, organizes a search party. And the reason I love this, besides women coming together to find their friend, it's the organization of it. And Carrie gives us details. And I loved it. She didn't talk about a grid. I really, I was hoping for a map with a grid. She says, we had our backpacks on. We had good walking shoes. We had snacks. We had towels. And we had water. They are prepared. prepared. These ladies, they had granola bars. They were... In it, they had sensible shoes on. Maybe they had walking sticks. They were, I love it. They were ready. They were going to be I think I just need to join a hiking club or something because I might just enjoy the process of being outdoors with other people. Carrie says, I told the girls, this is very sad. I told the girls, y'all be prepared because we might find her. And that was rough. That's hard. And so then Andrea says, now to put the puzzle together of Heather and that disturbing email, and we see a photo of Heather in reverse, like a bunch of puzzle pieces, and then it comes together like yeah. a puzzle. Good job on the graphics, intern Tucker. That was good. It you're was not well pretending done. you're sick and going surfing. No. You are doing your duty you're well. You're doing above and beyond, which yeah. is what you've got to I do to make it in that this graphic. industry. Yeah. So the detective wants to know more about their marriage and what's been going on between her and Chris. It turns out as Heather lost the weight, she gained a new outlook on life. She wasn't quiet and reserved anymore. She was a butterfly that came out of her shell, which is not an expression, but it's fine. She spread her wings. Just like her old clothes, her husband wasn't fitting her anymore. That was such a good line, Andrea. Good Jobs, Andrea. Really good. Also, wow. Also, that's ouch. rough. Yeah, yeah. So she, her friends say she felt like I'm young, I'm pretty, I'm confident. 
even though, again, she was beautiful before, but she didn't feel beautiful in herself. Did they and say that's what pretty matters. in the episode? They yes. said the word pretty? Oh. Yes. Okay. She didn't feel like she had just one choice anymore in terms of a man and in terms of her life. She had lost weight, but she had also gotten her college degree and gotten her dream job. So she really felt like I can get my life what I want from it. You know, I don't have to settle for anything. And I think she felt like she was settling with Chris. So she was ready to raise her standards, be her own Bugatti, etc. Good for her. Heather moved out on Chris, but she did it very secretly. She called it Operation Ninja Style. And she had all of her friends help her move her stuff into a rental house and didn't tell him. And it was like, peace. I'm gone. Peace out. Bye. This Maybe is, left a note. Unsure. This is why Maybe you didn't leave friends. a note. This is why when people think that, oh, I only need my boyfriend or I only need my significant other, you've got to have friends. Absolutely. Because you never know when you're going to need to ninja style move into a rental property. And yep. like, that's what girlfriends are for. Yeah. Yep. She said things like, I don't have anything in the house but my mattress, my crock pot, and my brown boots, but I'm happy. And that, to me, sounded like a winning country music song. It really did. And I was really worried when the word crock pot was said that it was going to be, and my crocs, and not (laughs) crock pot. But then she said brown boots. And I was like, okay, we're all good here. Sorry. I'm not besmirching anyone who owns crocs, I don't think. I have mixed feelings. I think a lot of people have mixed feelings. I support anyone doing what they want to do. They are not my style. A lot of people had mixed feelings about Ugg boots as well for a while. So As did I. I think it's – but have you thought about a croc? They are aerated shoes. That's true. I've, honestly, I've never given them a chance. I've been too close-minded, and that's a shame. You don't have to buy croc crocs. You can buy knockoff knock, – not Crocs. <laughs> <laughs> also TM. Hold on. TM. TM. Yep. TM. Our friends on Imperfect Strangers basically have de- dedicated episodes to debating Crocs because one loves Crocs and one hates Crocs. Why does she so, love them? I think they are part of her now. I think they mold to your foot and it's like- So do Ugg boots and Birkenstocks. Kind of. Yeah. She just thinks they're amazing and she tries to convert people. It's almost like an MLM. It might be time to try. I just don't see it. I just can't picture it. I can't picture you in them. Maybe like Heather, I need to reinvent myself and try something new. Maybe you can also just wear them around the house and see how you feel and then feel, you'll know. You'll know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Also, can we TM, I don't have anything in my house, but my mattress, my crock pot and my brown boots, but I'm happy as a country Western song. As a country Western. Do you want to send it to Taylor? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. So Chris tells the police he had no clue that Heather was moving out. Wait and a minute. Then, I'm sorry. Doesn't she have children? They're not in the house. It's just the mattress. The right. No, it's, a, it's a great question. I did wonder where are the children? So it appears they are splitting the children because she does say in that email, come get Ava. But I'm also assuming that you need more than a mattress. You maybe have right. several mattresses. So I would hope. Let's do mattresses plural with the yeah. crockpot. Okay, great. Yeah. I got, and you add in the two kids. I got a mattress, two kids, a crock pot, and a and my brown dream. Boots. And a brown boots and a dream. Brown boots and a and dream. And I'm happy. Of a better tomorrow. Okay. Yep. So Chris was s- sideswiped, which is an interesting expression that I've not heard used in that way. 
when he found out that she had moved out and that she had filed for divorce. But he wasn't giving up. He was trying to win her back. And then he tells the detectives there is a roadblock in me winning her back. I think she has a boyfriend. I think it's this guy she knew when she was younger. They've been corresponding heavily. And all I know about him is his name is Edward. She's been trying to keep it a secret. I did see some of their texts saying, sweetie, and I love you, which means that he was going through her phone because she was trying to keep it a secret. So he calls it an affair. She's having an affair. Sir, it is not an affair. She has filed for a divorce. Yeah. You are not living together. Yeah. That is not called an affair. Yeah. Wait, Please when did he find it in her phone? I think after she had moved out. Okay. No, that's no. So police go through Heather's Facebook and they find Edward. He lives 500 miles away. They call him. Now, something very strange happens when they call him. They say, is your girlfriend there? And he says, yeah, she's in the backyard. And the detective says, oh, good. So Heather's okay. And Edward says, Heather's not my girlfriend. She's a friend of mine. Uh. So what's happening? So they're not dating? So then we finally get to see Edward because he drives the eight hours to meet with the police. And he is not what I was expecting. He, to me, looks like he does magic. He looks exactly like Ward from King of the Hill, a.k.a. Mandelgar of the Northwoods, soothsayer. I did a side-by-side. They look exactly the same. I did not see him as that. I saw him and very And he's different. wearing a shirt. With a fancy pattern. He's wearing an embellished Henley. Yes. I also think there might be another side to him that pulls out a guitar a lot at game nights. So I saw musician. I did mm-hmm. not see magician. I saw right. musician that does yeah. maybe dabbles in magic, but probably right. not. Yeah. Maybe has some crystals. I see someone who's maybe played with a bunch of bands, maybe tried to strike out as a solo artist, perhaps has auditioned for The Voice, America's yes. Got Talent, America's one, Idol, one all of them. thousand percent. And perhaps saying, with arms wide open. I think he might yes. have a raspy voice or yes. born in the USA. That. I'm sure he is lots of ladies types. He's not an unattractive person. He is just a, a fascinating character to me. I, I want to know more about his hobbies so I can nail down exactly who he is. I wrote handsome question mark. Right. No, and I think that's valid. I think he is maybe a Hillary Swank on that episode of The Office. And he's I think he's 100%. empirically attractive. There's he's nothing handsome. unattractive yeah. about him. Yeah, yeah. He is handsome. It's more his vibe that doesn't do it for me. He has a but f- I'm sure it does it for a lot of other people. And who cares if I'm into him? He's not there to make me happy. He has a bit of a ex-rocker or current rocker vibe. We get nothing from yeah. his house. Yeah. Which makes me think it's not his house. Yes, I really, it looks very sterile and generic. And I he's, yeah. would have loved to have seen him with a dog because then mm-hmm. we could have seen the breed of dog. I feel like that would have mm-hmm. told us more. I, yeah. We just don't get very yeah. much. We don't get enough and we only get him in one outfit. So One it's, outfit, which is the embellished shirt and the affliction. long hair it's an with a lot of facial hair. And he's wearing black, long sleeves, and the yeah. hair is... Doesn't appear to be, maybe he wears it in a ponytail, but it is down and brushed. It's down, yeah. And in good with, shape. With a goatee and a mustache. No flyaways. No, it looked good. Okay. Maybe he uses pros. 
Edward, I'm not sure. All right. I can't nail, I, I apologize that I'm being harsh to Edward, but- um, You're being harsh by comparing him to- I love Ward. Like, Ward is one of my favorite characters that ever was on King of but the Hill. But not because he's handsome and not the reasons that <laughs> Edward would want you to no, it's think true. of him. It's true. Edward is missing the large glasses, I will say. Yeah, I did so, not get magic at all. We'll see. We'll see what people yeah. say. So he met Heather when they were teens. It was young love. They dated for two years until he moved away, but he never got over that puppy love. He held a torch, but he didn't let it show because he respected Heather too much. And I was like, that's great and all. But also you have a girlfriend. Where is your girlfriend? Is she still in the backyard? What's happening? So in 2013, when Heather lost all the weight, Edward the Magnificent reached out to her to wish her well. What is that? I had more questions about that. I wish you well, or I see that you're hot now. No, I think this is a bad- That you're not okay. a fatty? Is that? Because that's how I'm reading it. Oh boy. No, absolutely not. And don't say the F word. I think that what happened is, in my opinion, I might be giving Edward way too much credit. I'm probably going to get yelled at. But my thought was when this- came to light that he sent that is that she probably did major post about it. Yes, like, that's true. That's I've true. I've been on this journey. This is how I did it. She this was is what I did. She was very proud of herself, which proud is great. That she had yeah. achieved this goal of hers. Yes. And what he probably did is say, hey, you look amazing. Great job. It's probably yeah. one of, you know, a bunch of comments or something. And maybe in the back of his head is like, maybe this will open a door. But right. it didn't seem like he didn't like her before. It seemed like he'd always liked her and this was a way he could reach out with a hey good job yes although he didn't appear to reach out when she was overweight but But, whatever but maybe she hadn't posted something that he felt like but that's giving him a lot of credit you are correct also i feel like he has a girlfriend in the backyard i really have a lot of questions about the backyard girlfriend where is the backyard girlfriend so she writes back i'm separated which was, he thought it was just going to be a cordial, thanks so much, great to hear from you. Instead, it was like, actually, I'm separated. Hmm. So he thought, this is why I think he's absolutely full of poop. He says, I thought she needs a friend right now. That's not what you thought when you heard she was separated. now it's starting to get a little... You are trying to sound like a really, really nice guy. And it's and very romantic. Just be honest. It's really you slid into her DMs. Yes. Is what and you were here. excited when you heard she was single. There like, you, j- you can be honest about it. It's fine. We know you're going to cheat on your backyard girlfriend. So maybe by backyard girlfriend, he means my girlfriend's in the backyard, as in she's dead, in buried. The background. <laughs> she's buried. buried in the backyard. She's is your in girlfriend the yard. There? Technically, yes. Technically, under the in the yard yes her remains are Mm -hmm. that's horrible but maybe true but maybe we don't know what their property set up we don't know i don't know i feel like you (laughs) have to be died. maybe she died of natural causes and then she was there's a stone remembering her and it wasn't like he killed her or anything no i wasn't thinking he killed her i was thinking maybe oh see i immediately okay no no this is dateline he's not bringing it up and he must know how this sounds Right, but, maybe but he's he he's try- he's wording everything very carefully. But I'm seeing through it. It's fine, Edward. We don't think you're a terrible person. You could just be honest with us. I think you might so, just be a musician, and that's yeah. sort of you marry a music man. We get it. You know, <laughs> we know it. We know what happens here. So he thought she's separated. She needs a friend right now, and Andrea gives him this face. 
dude, no. Edward. Edward, we know you're, she gives the best sure Jan face. She does, yeah. Yeah, she's not having it. And she's right. Edward would listen to Heather's problems and it eventually became more. Oh, boy. Because he is a very flirtatious person by nature. Mm-hmm. So it's not his fault. He, it's just his personality that he's flirtatious. Musician. So he's a musician. Yeah. So the texts a few days before she went missing, there was some sexual content. And he thought, wow, she's feeling in a highly flirtatious mood that day. And Andrea calls it sexting. And I was like, now for sure he has the girlfriend. This is a few days before she went missing. Where is backyard girlfriend? Girl, raise your standards. She's bummed now because she's seeing this on TV. I'm glad you found out the truth. So Edward says, you know, she's sexting me. And Andrea says, did you bite? And he says, I bit. I didn't like that exchange at all. <laughs> there was something in the way Edward said I bit to Andrea. Yeah. That I was like, step back, Edward. But she set him up for it. She said, did you bite? But he was very in the casual way of, oh, did you bite? When she sent yeah. you the sexy text and mm-hmm. he nods and says, I bit. Yep. Don't say it like that. I don't this like it. This woman is missing. But also I bit is like a rawr. I just, yeah, you were cheating on your girlfriend in the backyard. She's out there grilling for you or planting tomatoes or whatever people do in their backyards yeah. or is dead. And you were sexting. You bit. And he's saying it like it was charming. Yeah, I don't, I'm not. Edward, I'm, you're losing me. Yeah. Speaking of biting, there's lots of delicious things you can bite on with HelloFresh. Yes. That won't be considered cheating on your backyard girlfriend. There you go. HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit for a reason. Fall means juggling back to school events, cardio dance, Roomba Zumba classes, work, finding time to cook for your family. Something's got to fall by the wayside. For me, it would be just all of those things. HelloFresh has quick and easy meals, including 20-minute meals, low prep meals, easy cleanup options. No stress. The pre-portioned farm fresh ingredients are delivered to your door. No trips to the grocery store. It's also 30% cheaper than your grocery store. If you're trying to be a healthier size beautiful or shrink your zone two area, they have low-cal, carb-smart, vegetarian, and pescatarian recipes. And they're flexible. Let's say you want to skip town with your magician, musician boyfriend. You can change your delivery dates or food preferences or skip a week whenever you want. It's really, really hot here, so I've been enjoying the HelloFresh meals that make me avoid having the oven on for more than 10 minutes because it's already 112 degrees here, so I can't take it. (laughs) So my favorites have been the Garden Ravioli Spinach Ricotta. I didn't say it right, but it was amazing, and it's literally prepared start to finish, 15 minutes. Difficulty level? Easy. Love it. They also have a 15-minute lunch charred tomato and ricotta toast with balsamic glaze. Yes. I am going to marry ricotta. Yes. Be your own ricotta is what I say. For real. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Dateline16 and use code Dateline16 for 16 free meals across seven boxes and three free gifts. Whoa. Again, that's HelloFresh.com slash Dateline16. Use code Dateline16 for 16 free meals across seven boxes and three free gifts. Yes. 
Ring, ring. Hello. Hello. Fresh? No. America's number one meal That's kit? not how this works. I forgot. We haven't done it that way in a long time. Ring, ring. Hello? Fresh. Feel the beat ricotta. <laughs> Thank you, HelloFresh. Thank you, HelloFresh. Katie, is there a way to thrive like Heather was that doesn't involve putting in as much work as she put into it? Maybe an easy way to thrive. That's what I'm looking for. How about an easy way to be at your very most size beautiful, but on your face? Yeah. That's I like what I'm it. For. Yeah. We are talking about Thrive Cosmetics. Thrive Cosmetics is high performance beauty and skincare products made with clean, skin loving ingredients without parabens, sulfates, or phthalates. Thrive Cosmetics are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, and cause is in the name for a reason, because every purchase supports organizations that help communities thrive while it's helping your face thrive. Let's get started with a product that needs no introduction, that is the Kimber and Kidder family favorite, Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. This is the best-selling product from Thrive with more than 20,000 thousand five-star reviews. It lasts all day without clumping, smudging, or flaking. We're talking through a wedding, through a day-long party at a park, followed by jump zone, which if you know what jump (gasps) zone is for young kids is where you go and jump on trampolines inside. This mascara can stay put through all that while making your eyelashes still look gorgeous. It has clean, nourishing ingredients that support longer, stronger, and healthier-looking lashes over time. If you haven't tried it by now, go try it. And while you are buying the Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara from Thrive, do yourself a favor and pick up a Brilliant Eye Brightener. It is a cream-to-powder highlighter stick that brightens and opens eyes. It gives you an instant eye lift. So you've already got these gorgeous lashes. Now you're just making your eyes look even better. You know that inner corner eye trick? You place a little subtle shimmer highlight in the inner corner of your eye and it helps you look well. I just learned that. Yeah, it helps you look well rested and it gives you this bright eyed look. This is the product to do that with. The Brilliant Eye Brightener from Thrive. It is Mm -hmm. so simple and honestly, the formula that they use makes it so that you can't overdo it and end up with two really weird white glitter blobs Mm -hmm. right in the center of your face. You don't want that. With Thrive, the eyes have it. I'm still using and swearing by their Defying Gravity Eye Lifting Cream, which instantly lifts, tightens, and brightens the skin around your eyes with line-smoothing hydration. So this is something I do in the morning at night while I put on all my other Thrive eye makeup. It soothes, it softens, and deeply moisturizes the skin while instantly reducing dark circles and puffiness. It's a threefer. And don't forget, one of the biggest reasons we here at Date with Dateline love Thrive Cosmetics is their bigger than beauty mission. Because for every product purchase, Thrive Cosmetics donates to help communities thrive. They have currently over 300 giving partners across the country supporting numerous causes. So what are you waiting for? Now is the time to try Thrive Cosmetics for yourself. And you can get 15% off your first order when you visit thrivecosmetics.com forward slash date dateline. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash date dateline for 15% off your first order. I know that if I want my face to look its best, I am reaching for Thrive. Thank, Thank you, you so much, do. Thrive. I just did. 
I just did a Jabri eye point, which you can't see because this is a podcast. So I emphasize the word I because I talked about eye products. That was amazing. You're welcome. Thank you so much, Thrive. <laughs> Thank you, Thrive. So detectives wonder. Oh, get it? Thrive. Okay, that's it. <laughs> there done. we go. Okay. I'm done. Detectives wonder, did Ed, the ninth level sorcerer, hide her? He says he would if she asked him to. And she didn't ask. Hmm. But he says he would. So they're like, that means he hit her. He says, though, I never saw her. In fact, we haven't actually met up in person in years. We've just been texting and maybe sexting. They've they just had been flirting. It's just flirting. been that weird line where it feels like cheating, but it's not. Yes. I guess. I don't know. Yes. Emotional so cheating or whatever. They had discussed meeting up, though, in like a month. But mm. then she went missing. So he tells police, I was talking to her on the phone the night she went missing, and I could hear arguing in the background. She was arguing with a man, but whose voice was it? Mm. And then we go to commercial, and Lester Holt says, the pieces of the case are about to fall into place. Lester is a poet. And Katie doesn't like it. I feel weird about the rhyming. So meanwhile, the dance class keeps going because you can't stop the beat. No. Or the motion of the ocean. Or the percussion, remember. Or the rhythm of two hearts in love. Yeah. You can't stop the beat. So Carrie, this is so beautiful. Carrie keeps the back door to the gym open to say, Heather, we're dancing. If you can hear us, we hope you're dancing. We're going to find you one way or another. These ladies, I love them. Yeah. The detective is digging and finds out that when Heather moved out, Chris, her husband, would try to woo her with flowers and chocolate, but then that wasn't working, and he became scary. He would text her threatening things like, you're not taking my kids away from me, I'm not going to let you leave, etc. He would show up at her work and at the gym and at her house in the middle of the night. He was fully stalking her. So detectives attach a GPS device to his car to track his movements. They ask him to come in for a second interview, and they're watching on the GPS as he drives to them. But for some reason, he parks really far away at the mall and then walks over. And they thought, was he running an errand at the mall? Did he need an orange Julius or to return a pair of socks at Foot Locker? Because those are small things, I think. He says, yeah. Is there a Foot Locker outside of a mall? Yes. I've only ever seen Foot Lockers outside of malls. I'm thinking of two in particular that are not attached to malls. That's fascinating. I feel like the opposite. Why would you also buy socks at Foot Locker? I don't know. Performance socks? I would go with Bombas, obviously. Bombas? Yeah. 100%. Well, but I don't feel like Chris makes good judgment calls. So No. He says, yes, I was talking to her that night. I went to her rental house and... Her phone rang as we were talking, and she said, this is the phone call I've been waiting for. And he said, well, I need to discuss with you a pertinent matter. He did it. Because anyone who says pertinent matter is a killer. Also, anyone that is like, whatever I have to talk to you about is more important than this phone call. You, He doesn't respect her. It's all no, about what he wants. it's very controlling. Yeah. Yeah. So, of course, it's Edward the soothsayer on the phone. I'm just kidding. He's a musician. He's not. And he's, yeah. I mean, maybe he's a guitar hero guy. Can we give maybe that? He for doesn't sure. have to be a full-blown yeah. musician, but maybe he's and a And I'm impressed by ranked. that. 
because I played that once and I was not good at it. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. So good for you, Edward. Yeah. So he says the pertinent matter that he needed to discuss with her was that he knew about the affair. And again, I am screaming that it is not an affair. It might be a fair for Edward, who has a backyard girlfriend, but she is separated and had filed for divorce. That is not an affair, sir. No, no, Heather, so, not the backyard girlfriend. Heather had separated and a correct. Divorce. Heather yeah. is having is fully not having an affair. Edward might be. It's a gray area. So he hears he meaning Edward hears Heather telling Chris, "Get out of the house, leave." And he's like, I'm not leaving. I need to talk to you. It's a matter of life and death. So police ask Chris about this, and he admits that they did argue, but he left. When he left, she was fine. He went home, and she sent that email after he left. So obviously, he had nothing to do with it. Forensics search his computers because they think he wrote the email, which the Dateline audience could have told us 20 minutes ago. I think that's fair to say. We all knew that. But wait, there's more, which I did not see coming. They think Chris was the one who sent those sexy sexts to Ed. He stole Heather's phone while she was still alive and was pretending to be her. And Andrea says to Ed, that was weird. You were getting sexts from her husband. And he says, yeah, I just got to put that out of my mind. That's one of those things I don't want to talk about. This I didn't understand. So the sexy text messages had only happened right at the end. The few days before she went missing, which means that Chris's plan, they think, was to make it seem like she was going to run away with this guy, which means I feel like one of those detectives who's like, and also. Yes. And And furthermore. Furthermore. That means that this was all premeditated. Oh, there we go. That means, and they don't say that on Dateline, but I'm pretty sure that that's what that means. If he was planning for days to sex this guy so it looked like she had ran away with him, that meant he was going to kill her. Because she went missing what day? What uh, was the last day that she had talked to Edward, had done the texting? When he heard her on the phone with the yelling? Let's say that was like... Tuesday and the sexting started on Saturday and Ed was sneaking into her house as we know showing up at her house he had gone through her phone already and read texts he admitted that so he was taking her phone while she was still alive sending these naughty texts now she must have noticed that because you would she see must have seen in that. the text thread unless you send it and then delete it on your phone which I think you can do so did the texting, the sexy text start before the phone call is what I'm trying yes, to Yes, the sexy text happened a few days before she went missing. She talked to Edward the night she went missing, the night she was presumably murdered. So, so the he sexy was text sexting had already started. With, already started she for would a few have noticed days. that. Then I don't feel like this is reasonable then. I think maybe the one sent after that yelling, if there were texts sent after that yelling phone call, yes. but I don't think there were. The only thing she sent after that yelling phone call was the email, which we don't think she sent. We I think, think Chris it, sent for sure. You would definitely notice on a phone that you were yeah. getting texts. Se- you would, or sh- somehow, I mean, I've seen 
oh, there was that basketball player and he got catfished and that he was this catfish. That was It's the wildest story I've ever heard about catfishing. He was catfishing two people at the same time, making them fall in love with each other. And they went on a trip together and nothing they were talking about made sense because they were like, remember you mentioned this to me? And he's like, no, I didn't. And they're like, because there were multiple text threads that this catfisher was controlling. So each person thought they were talking to the person. It's kind of, <gasps> it's the most insane story. Oh, okay, and okay, okay. Then I know what happened. Okay, 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 okay. So then if there's a way to do that or clone a person's phone or something and then do texts, then they might not see the text and she might have just thought that Edward was suddenly becoming sexual in their texts. Or she never saw the text at all and it's exactly what you're talking about because he or was doing she never it from a text. different device. Right. That was paired to that number, which they said that Chris was a text wizard. Yes. So speaking of wizards. He's an actual warlock. Chris so, is yes. the is the not sorry, not a text wizard. He's a tech wizard. Tech so he wizard. does all this he's weird a, tech yeah. stuff. Okay. Yeah. So that's maybe what was happening. I think that's what happened. But what's interesting about this whole thing is another and furthermore. Yeah. I don't think this was very well thought through because it seems like, or at least what the police think his thing was, was to make it seem like she had run away. But then he sent that email after he killed her that said that he, that made it seem like she had killed herself. So he switched horses midstream. He's not. He's covering his bases. It's covering everything. So right. she either killed herself or ran so away. It's one, it's one, or one or the of other. those. Right. Gotcha. So they confront Chris in interrogation. At the same time, they're sending cadaver dogs to sniff his car at the mall, Ooh. and they find the scent of human remains. And they tell him that, and he says, I don't know why they would smell human remains. And the cop says, your story doesn't make sense. And then the cop does the thing cops do where they give you a story that places you at the scene but makes it seem like the crime wasn't that bad, and it's a starting point. And then they're going to add to it. Accident. Don't don't fall for it if you are innocent yeah. and your name is Brandon Dassey. So Aww. I know. So he goes, what happened? Did she fall? Was she drunk as bleep? Which I didn't like. That was not nice. But it's a good opening for Chris. And he's like, yeah, she fell. We were struggling over the phone. We were outside on the steps and she lost her footing and fell and hit her head. And I was like, are you trying to tell me, sir, that a veteran of Miss Carrie Cooper's dance aerobics class lost her footing? I don't think so. She's used to Zumbaing, Roombaing, Zumba, grapevining. She's used to two-stepping. Roombaing and rumbaing. Rumbaing. Yes. And that knee to the elbow thing. She is, yes. she's not tripping on anything. No. You're tripping if you want me to believe that story. Oh, boy. Yeah. So he's going with accidental death because she fell. The, he then says he dumped so, her. At also, sorry, we should be very clear. We're seeing this police interview. Yeah. And he's so not convincing. He's no. really, a, he's really, I, I hate to, no, I don't hate it. He's a weasel. He's kind of yeah, like he in nature and everything. If he was an animal, that's what he would be. Because he's sort of yeah. in his seat being like, yeah. You know, he's sort of going with whatever the detective says. He has no spine at all. Yes. And then yeah. even when the cadaver dogs hit, he's like, well, what exactly are the cadaver dogs sniffing for? What does it matter, man? Uh-huh. Also, yeah. ask for a lawyer. 
Yeah. What is wrong with you? This is yeah. clearly what road they're going down from hours. That, I mean, I would say 15 minutes into this interview, you need to be asking for a lawyer. Oh, for sure. But I'm fine with it because he's a bad guy. So, yeah, we do not believe him. He's weaselly. He's spineless, which is why he wanted to control Heather. 100%. Oh, yeah, it's the worst. Real men who are confident in themselves don't need to control women to, yeah, make, this is to about make themselves to get real. feel better. This is going to get gross. So he says, I did take her to a gas station and dump her body. And they look at the gas station. There's nothing there. They search the surveillance. His car is never there. So he just lies. I don't understand what the point of it it was. They're going to check. So then he says, I did try to pay someone to get rid of the body. This is amazing. And he says, I jokingly asked, hey, do you want to make a couple hundred bucks? And the cop is done at this point. The cop is disgusted by spending any time with this man and wants to be done. So he's like, Chris, Chris, stop, 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 stop. Your story is not working. This story is not working. Your first story didn't work. I'm done. You got one. I'm done. I'm starving right now. And there is Chipotle in the other room. So let it wrap this up. Okay. He was so hangry at this point. Yeah. You could feel it. I've never seen that in an interview. The detective that's interviewing just be completely over and like, man, you got to stop it. Yeah. And he said, what I found interesting is he said, we're running out of time. You got to tell me right now. Also, what are you up against a clock? There's no clock here. The Chipotle is getting cold and soggy. True. That is a clock. That is a very serious <laughs> clock. He's like, where is your, this is your last chance. Tell me where she is now or else this is, I can't, I'm done with you. No, I'm there's not gonna guacamole go in the anymore. burrito. The guac the makes guac it soggy. It's going to turn brown. The guac only stays green for so long. And that bottom is going to be soup. Mush. It's going to be when that tortilla turns back into flour. Ugh. So finally he's like, okay, he understands that the burrito is getting soggy. So he draws a map of where her body is into the woods. And we do see Andrea out there for a brief second. She looks gorgeous, even though something terrible happened in that place. She's in all winter garb. like She's in black. She looks like a snow angel in the middle of this awful, awful Awful thing. But it's also just, he's even in the asking for the pencil, he's weaselly. He just sort of points over to the pad and pencil. Yeah, he doesn't even say, can you hand me that? I really "Mm." am not a fan. Yeah. So they find, sadly, her body. And Heather has been burned because he burned her remains. So it's horrible. And all of her friends are devastated. Monster. And these friends are not going to let this go quietly. So every court hearing that they have for Chris, the ladies fill up all the seats in the courtroom and they're sending him death stares. And they go on the news and they speak out how they want justice for Heather. They're just amazing. And so then we get to the crux of it. Andrea asks the friends, would Heather still be alive if she hadn't gone through this transformation? And they say, yes. Which is very sad, but I have always said that dieting is the root of all evil. But basically, she was trying to better herself, which is wonderful. Chris wanted to use her weight to control her. He liked when she was bigger. First, I think he liked that sort of shape on a woman, but he also thought it meant that he could control her by saying, nobody else will want you because you're so big. And that is that's a thousand horrible. layers of messed up. And yep. it really is detestable. It's disgusting. Absolutely. 
I think he just wanted to use it as a control mechanism. He wanted her to feel bad about herself so that she would stay with him. And he, when she tried to lose weight and better herself in a way because she didn't feel good about herself. He would bring her he foods, right? He would try to get her to gain it back. He would bring her fatty foods at work, but she never took the bait and ate it. And it's See, just, so he's messing with her. He's probably yes. doing that thing where he's telling her when she's, you know, when she's at a weight that she wasn't comfortable at or whatever, she felt like yeah. she wanted to change. He was saying, no one's going to want you. You're this, you're this, you're this. But then as she's starting to lose the weight, which is what she's trying to do, it's her goal. She wants uh-huh. to do that for her, yeah. not for him. No. He's playing into it like, well, I won't find you attractive anymore. Uh-huh. If you I like you better when you're bigger. Right. Why don't you eat this? And it's just horrible. It's I don't know if anyone listening needs to hear this in all seriousness, though. If you are trying to better yourself in any way, Find a partner that encourages you to better yourself. And if you don't have one, it's better to be alone than be with a partner who is not encouraging you to better yourself in whatever way. Yeah. If you're trying to better yourself, don't be doing it for someone else. It's be for, doing it's it for, for yourself you. and, and surround you, yourself with people that are encouraging you. Absolutely. And are not sabotaging you. Absolutely. So she discovers her straw was she discovers that Chris was having an affair, which is why he was all about the affair, which wasn't even an affair that she was having with Edmund. What's his name? Edward. Edward. And I think Edmund actually fits him better. Edmund does fit very well. Yeah. So he was having an affair, Chris. And we never hear when he was having the affair, who he was having the affair with, anything like that. But- it's kind of, it's just gross. It's gross. Garbage. He's disgusting. Garbage. So, and this is when she was done and she spread her butterfly wings. Her friends take their stand at Chris's trial, which is go them. They're awesome. Prosecutors think that he actually strangled her that night. The defense is still saying she fell by accident. And there is this huge sign, burden of proof, and it was all in it was very colorful. Did you see it? I didn't. It's very strange. In the courtroom? In the courtroom. The courtroom was weird looking, wasn't it? It's a huge on an easel, and it says burden of proof, and then it says guilty, and then it says not guilty, not guilty, not guilty, not guilty. So all the reasons for guilty would be guilty beyond a reasonable doubt, but then all the other guilties, which are in gradient ombre colors going down, are like strong belief, and then an arrow, not guilty. So if you have a strong belief... That's not guilty. If you have guilt likely, not guilty. Probably guilty, not guilty. Possibly guilty, not guilty. Suspected, perhaps, may not be, possibly not, unlikely, probably not, less than likely. It's like they're going through a magic eight ball of all the responses. And each of those is not guilty. The only one that's guilty is guilty beyond a reasonable doubt. Wow. So- I th- that's pretty effective. The jury, though, it doesn't work. They find him guilty beyond a reasonable doubt. Yeah, they sure do. The sign of colors did not, all that ink that was wasted from at the printer did not work. And they find him guilty of first degree murder and abuse of a corpse, which is horrible. Mm. And he gets life. He talks to Dateline in a phone call from jail, although we don't see it. We just hear about it. Yeah. Which I thought was strange that we don't get to hear the recording. He says his statements to the police were coerced. He never hurt her, etc. A bunch of BS. 
cousin Diane, who's a lovely cousin of hers, and they grew up together, gets custody of her kids. So they are in a good place. The friends are happy that Heather got to feel free and beautiful before she died. They have in the dance floor, on the gym floor, a heart to hold her spot. And it's crafted from Joanne's. And it has her name and words like home, memory, delight, celebrate. I bet they all added to it. Yeah. It's very sweet. I was worried it was going to get stomped on, but I think they have it up above, like where the teacher is. Yeah. So um, that hopefully it won't get stomped on. They think she's dancing as an angel. Yeah. Dancing Angel would be a good title. So that is, it's so beautiful. I love the friends. I loved Carrie. She's my MVP. And also an MVP. This episode is dedicated to Tiago from Canada. I don't know your real name. I don't think that's it. But we have corresponded so much on social media and on Patreon. (laughs) And why don't I know your real name? It's fine. It's very mysterious. It might be Tiago. It might be Tiago. Is it like Cher? Could be so awesome. You are from Canada, which makes, I just want to go, can I come and move there, please? Tiago, tell me about Timmy Hortons. I want to know everything. What's what's the deal with Timmy Hortons? What's the deal? Do they have donuts? Is it just coffee? Is it a gas station? Is it a Dunkin' or a 7-Eleven? You don't know what those things are because you're in Canada. Is it, does it have gas or no gas? Is it a coffee shop? I don't think it's a, I thought it was a burger restaurant. So I am... Is it a burger restaurant? Can Completely you... wrong. Not that any I of thought that it was matters, a children's museum. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was an ice skating rink. I thought it was a water slide. You're in Canada. I don't know what it is. Is it even a person? Is it a place? A person? Is it an animal? Is what? it a famous like Lil Sebastian? What that's named Timmy? <laughs> what Horton? part of Canada is Tiago in? You want me to look? Oh, sorry. Does does it not? I don't usually say because I keep that more private oh, for them. Oh, okay. I was just but curious. Canada's large. So Canada is vast. What is PE? Prince Edward. Are you from Prince Edward Island? It's gorgeous. Anne of Green Gables. Oh, Gilbert. Maybe PE doesn't stand for that. Maybe, Maybe it stands not. for physical education, which is what it stands for in America. I and hope it's we a didn't horrible time spot. of school where you have to run the mile. And Unless you want horrible. to do that for you. We, yeah, you're, you're it's fine. If it makes you happy. Absolutely. If it makes you happy. P-E. Can we're we going to come to visit. Can we come visit? That's basically, yeah. this is a we thank are you for being a Patreon and we'll see yeah. you soon. Yeah. Thank you. I have you. a passport. We'll travel. <laughs> there we go. Ready. Thank you. Thank and you so, so everyone much. check out our Patreon and our Supercast. We have so much bonus content and we certainly a lot do. more coming. So yeah. come check us out. So B-Roll Bonanza. Yes. We have Miss Jessica with a K getting mm-hmm. into the car and driving. She gets quite a bit of driving B-roll, yeah. which normally we don't get from Yeah, I thought of. it was a lot as well. Yeah. We see police at a table with Cindy's casting table, you know, with the headshots that everywhere. That was an intense table. Let's talk about you that for a second. You could not see... The what material the table was because there were so many photos so on many eight by tens and then behind yeah. them they have eight by tens pinned up it's almost mm-hmm. a string wall but it's just pins and then there's post-its on all of the pictures behind them but then they didn't wipe the board 
yeah. before. So I don't know if you saw that it said I did. second quarter reports due. Due on January 23rd. Yeah, legislative okay. reports due January 28th. It made me very sad because I feel like these cops are trying to solve murders and then someone is coming and being like, your TPS report is due. I don't feel like they should have to do that sort of admin work. They're busy solving murders. That room might be shared. That might be for yeah, someone maybe. else. But then yeah. someone else is coming in and being like, well, I forgot that the reports are due because it's covered up by all of these eight by tens of this crime scene. We're trying yeah. to figure out what's going on. We also had, okay, let's talk really quick about the friends from the dance yeah. club yeah. doing the search. Yes. That was a big B-roll and it yes. was pretty epic, right? Yeah. Big search. And they're searching after, too, once the episode is being filmed. It's their B-roll. And then there's also footage. the search. Is the search. Is what I'm talking. Yeah. But was it happening before the episode? It was after, but pretending that it was before. So, because we get actually Carrie looking under a porch. Yeah. Sort of, she's actually doing some action. And it's all of them walking through the woods and sort of breaking branches. They're reenacting what their search looks like. It was pretty great it looked really cold whenever they were doing it there's an interrogation room with a sign on the door that says do not disturb which reminded me of interrogation Interrogation office office but also there's a slidey thing on top of the door and you would slide it over if it's vacant not vacant so it says in use or open and you slide it over it's like at a doctor's office or it's um, like at a, a gas station a, toilet it says yeah vacant yeah. or in use or whatever it's like that but it's on top of the door interesting yeah we also get okay quickly edward's leather couch scenario what whose house is that He's leaning too, which I don't like. That's strictly for Keith. Because there's a wall of windows, but he's sort of sitting leaning. He's leaning all the way back. Sitting on the back of the couch leaning. Yeah. It didn't look like he owned that house. house. I don't think. It didn't fit him. Unless he's actually a really, really well-known magician slash musician and makes a lot of money at it. I feel weird about Googling him, but I'm probably going to Google him. And (laughs) then they also had... Detective, the detective, Tony Kemp, he was staring out into the snow. Lots Uh, of snowy landscape stuff in this. I liked it. Fashion police. Yeah, obviously, Edwards Henley with the cross. So all of the, there's one friend, I don't remember, I think it's her friend from the dancing, her closest friend, who's all in purple. Yeah, that top was, that I did not understand. I knew you wouldn't. I wrote, Kimberly's not going to get this. I'm very confused. I'm sure it's super in. I couldn't understand. It has weird straps, but lace. It looked like a bustier, but only part of it. And then there's lace on the other part. It's a bodice or I think it was several shirts. And then she had matching purple. She was just, that was her color. And I, she was, I think, also the friend that said that the other, was she the one that said the color was yellow? I don't think she was that friend. Oh, okay. Well, her color- That would have been great. Her color for sure is purple. It's purple. For sure. And then- Um, uh, Andrea? Andrea in the snow. Andrea looks amazing. Also, she has that hair that's like that girl, the flip on the bottom. Yeah, that's cute. She really rocks that look. Yeah, she Um, does well. Chris had strange fashion in some of the photos. He had a denim overalls outfit. Where he's wearing denim overalls, not as a costume. Yeah, I saw it. Not as a farmer. Very confused. And a Santa tie. I didn't see that. Yeah, I saw the Santa tie too. I didn't see the overalls for him. That it didn't make a lot of sense. It doesn't make any sense. To me. But I was very confused. Okay. 
Yeah. And the detective had a very bright blue tie that I thought was fantastic. Oh, yeah. Okay, hold on. Let me see if I can find anything. No, I can't find anything. Is his name Edwin? Did we mess up this whole time? No. No, I can't find that either. Okay, he has absolutely no profile online. Okay, good Unless I'm spelling his last name right, which I... That's possible. It was a strange last name. I think it's Rollerson is what I wrote, but that could just be me writing letters. How is your last name Rollerson and you don't own a rolling rink? Maybe he does. We don't know what he yeah, does. Yeah, we don't know anything about him. We know him. nothing about him. Okay. And he has entire nights at the rolling rink that are just Creed. You know, like when you have 80s night at the roller rink, his is that, that Christian rock night. No, Creed doesn't have enough hits for that, right? That's why it's Christian rock night. So it's all of those bands. Hmm. I don't know. Yes, criminality just did an episode about Creed, that guy, and I was fascinated. It was really good. Oh, I'm very curious. I'm listen to, to our listen friends to about crim- our criminality, Melissa and Rebecca. They're amazing. Wait, Brand's unhappy being on Dateline. Exercise. I have Weight Watchers down. I feel like they have sort of stated that. I mean, they didn't mean to state it, but they did sort of state that her transformation may be spurned. But no, I don't think it was actually her transformation. Chris, if Chris was, had not been in her life, one hundred percent. You know, he was the catalyst. For Every all woman of this. should try to better themselves. The sad if, part was when she tried to get away from someone who was not incur- who was bringing her down. She that's when it's most dangerous for women is when they're trying to leave those situations. Yeah, but you should still always try. Mm. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, I might try a Zumba class though. Uh, I would try that class, that class specifically. Also, all of the B-roll they showed of it made it look really fun. Everybody was smiling. Nobody looked out of breath and in pain and not having fun. Everybody seemed, even if they weren't doing all the moves perfectly, it seemed to be fun. That's the other thing that's intimidating about dance workout classes is you feel like you're not going to be able to do it. It doesn't matter. No, it's just having fun. You just got to let go of how you look and just Yep. And a good teacher is going to do that. Yeah. And Carrie mm-hmm. seemed like a good leader for sure. Carrie, are you on YouTube? Do you have workout classes I can follow along in my home? Because I would. So yeah. titles, all of my titles are bad. I don't have great ones. I have some questionable ones. Let's switch off. What do you have? Be your own wing beneath your wings. I don't know why I wrote that. I think because they kept doing the butterfly metaphor. The butterfly worked. I had Team Edward. Because I think that's a thing for Twilight, even <laughs> yes, though I'm not is. really Team Edward because of the backyard girlfriend. It's right. just I'm definitely not Team Chris, so yeah. it would put me yeah. on Team Edward. I made that joke. It's a long. I can't really say it. When I met Tay Tay, I made a joke about that. Anyways, you made a joke story. when you met Taylor Swift. Yeah. When did you meet Taylor Swift? When she was in my boss's movie, and that's I was right. in a scene with her. That's right. I was in a scene. He would put us in the office in scenes. And can you text her and ask her? No, to I do not have any contact info for her. I mean, I probably do. Would she remember you? No, absolutely. Can we send her some merch? She meets. I don't know. You're pretty memorable. I don't know. She did laugh at my joke. I'm sure Um, she did. Oh my god. So, all right. Next, Carrie cares. (laughs) That's a little a chance for Kaylee. My gosh. It's a little, uh, what, Did I don't, you just say Carrie cares? Yeah, I was. It that was is a full chance for. We're not letting it go. I, chance for Kaylee. A chance for Carrie. Carrie to do amazing things. cares. Carrie cares. Well, Car- Carrie Care Bear. Friends 
You heard it here first. We yes. have Kimberly's chance for yeah. And then I tried to do a lot of things with dancing, but they all seemed to just really inappropriate. Dance with the one who is not going to kill you. How about dance friends? Hop to it. Dance friends, step it up. There's step aerobics. Like uh-huh. da- mm-hmm. You go that way with it. Oh, what about something with wait? Wait and see. I don't know oh, what that means. Oh, that's good. Just, okay. just you wait. I don't know again what that means. It doesn't apply to the episode at all. It's all fine. I put, I somehow right here wrote Weight Watcher in the Woods. Okay. Because that movie with Betty Davis. What movie with Betty it's Davis? It's called Washer in the Woods. Oh, okay. That makes more and sense. And it makes no sense. It's just, no, I like it. It pops It's that game where you have, you make a combined thing out of two things. Yeah. That was it. I like it. Okay. Oh, we did have a bingo winner. Oh, that Lily on Twitter. Congratulations. She did not win for this episode because she didn't know we were doing Wait, this episode. Wait, can I do the rest of my titles? Oh, you have more? Oh, yeah, my God. I have two you more. You said you sorry. didn't have good ones. I have five, six, seven, eight Chris's who we really hate because that's dance. Yep. Five, six, seven, yep. eight. Yep. I love it. And then I have Butterfly Breaks Free from Chris Ellis. <gasps> okay. Okay, you brought science into it. I get it. I get it. Eight you out of ten. You brought biology into it. I get it. Eight out of ten, and a play on words for Christmas. Nine name. out of ten. That's really good. Thank you very really much. Really good. Thank you. Congrats to Lily for congrats to, to Lily. Twitter Sorry, I didn't mean to steal your thunder. With Lily. the Jennifer Dulos episode. Congratulations. It's hard. Bingo is really hard. I think it they're is way hard. too hard. And so congratulations. So follow us on social media. Please consider joining our Patreon Supercast community, which has dozens and dozens of bonus episodes. Full length, true crime, no ads episodes. It's going Plus to. 90 day. It's going to have no ad episodes. No, it has all of our Patreon episodes have no ads automatically. Our full bonus content. Oh, like yes, the, of course. The episode yeah, we do every do. month that is a full length bonus episode, no ads. But we are going to try to put our old episodes that are on our regular feed on Patreon with no ads. But it will be a slow process. It will be a tr- trickling. It will be a trickle e- of episodes. But yeah. also... Also, um, I'm going to pull some episodes where I sound horribly mean, and I will be putting those on Patreon and probably taking them off our regular feed. But check out our also, our live feeds are really fun too. So if you want so to fun. check those out, it's really fun to do it with us if you can. I think people have fun. So yeah, it's a great I, community. Like there are friends in the chat. People have become friends with each other, and they're so funny. They're yeah. way funnier than we are in the chat. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's a good time. So check that out. So thank you, everybody. And be your own butterfly. Be your own butterfly. Yeah. Because Heather deserves it. Yes, absolutely. Thank you, everybody. Bye, everybody. Stay fresh, cheese bags. Also, eat all the cheese you want because your size is beautiful. Thank you. Oh, that's good. Unless you have dairy issues, it's fine. You know when you feel sick and you try to make yourself sound worse so that people understand how badly you feel sick so they don't think you're faking it? I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> if I would to call work and fully oh, like you, sneeze. Oh, the work because call. Because yes. I'm not faking the it. The work But call, I yes. might not sound as sick as I feel. So I so just need to, to like. do this a little bit. Yeah, more. you got to just a little bit. I'm s- yeah, it's just really bad right now. I'm sorry. I can try to come in. And I you would try do, to come in. got to do this trick. Yeah. <laughs> you you got to sound a little stuffed up. Yeah. Usually though.
because I have to be the best worker, I would come in and they'd be like, you're going to get all of us sick. Go home. You wait for them to tell. I knew you I did al- that. Yeah. You wait for yeah. them to tell you to go home. Yeah. You know it's really bad if I call in sick. But generally then, if you if they tell you to go home, you get the next day. Yeah. You don't have to. They saw you the day before. They yeah. have visualized your illness. Yes. And then the next day, even if you are feeling a little bit better, you could yeah. still stay home. Not that you've yeah. ever done that. Yeah. I've done Zumba once at an employee function. Oh, they brought a Zumba person in. God, and I thought that everyone was going to do it, and so <gasps> I was ready to do it. And I came out in my whatever, and there were th- wait, what was your whatever? Was it a leotard and sweat, sweat ankle and, sweat oh, things? Oh, leg warmers? No, leg I, warmers? no, I was no. I had one pair of shorts that could be considered an exercise short. So, I mean, I wore what I had, and I think a pajama shirt or something. But I came in in tennis shoes, those stupid American flag The American flag shoes. ones? <laughs> Any, Katie and I have done things that are physical maybe twice. Maybe twice. I think we went on a hike once, maybe, <laughs> and we walked to the frozen yogurt place. And both times in 20 years, she has worn those American flag shoes. <laughs> it's exercise, Katie. That it's I like got I, it, Ross. A woman I barely recognize. Again, I'm going to state again that I got it, Ross, because we were doing one of those activities. You saw them the first time I ever wore them was the hike. I got them at Ross because we were at a weird location and I needed tennis shoes because I didn't have any. And they had cleats in the bottom and I had to unscrew the cleats in the shoes and they were $3.99. Oh, And so, yeah, those shoes made it a long time. I since have replaced them. If you see me now, I have new shoes. They have a hole in the toe because I bought them used. I just sort of refuse to buy new stuff. So, I understand. But it's fine. Anyways, regardless of the American flag shoes, this class, the Zumba that I took was a work function. I came in in my shoes and some questionable shorts. And then there were no one else brought stuff. (laughs) And it was a lunchtime thing. And I thought we had to do this because somebody had lied to me and I had believed them and they had said it sarcastically. But then I was there and the that teachers- it was mandatory? No. And the teacher's in front of me and I'm not going to leave her. I was, I felt like a jerk. So then two other people that I worked with felt bad for me. So they did it in their slacks, in their dress shirts and slacks. <laughs> and I was the only one. That's the best thing ever. It was a nightmare. Literally every week with my dietitian, I'm like, I overeat whenever I have a burrito. And she's like, could you just keep it in half, cut it in half and save the rest for later? And I'm like, do you understand texture? Do you understand a tortilla? And what happens to that tortilla 10 minutes after it's wrapped? And no, she you suggests that you eat it in a corn tortilla, you tell, you say no. good day, sir. And walk out the door. I said, good day, sir. No. Corn tortilla. (laughs) No, that's nonsense. I had to do a almond flour tortilla. That's enough. No. Was it almond flour? That was one of them. I had to try a million different kinds during FODMAP. They are garbage. Just pure trash. They don't fold. They crack. If you try and fold it, it breaks in half like a matzah. It's like trying to make a burrito out of matzah. On a saltine? No. Yeah. That's not going to happen. 